Nigga, what I compose be so potent That if the earth dried, I could spit back the ocean Then hop on a jet ski and start west coasting I'm not boasting nor bragging Not a person, I'm a dragon Taking action in the heat of the night So if the devil came, tell him that I'd be alright I'm so high off life that I can OD Walk outside, then sniff a whole key Old lady, don't call the police It's just the average Joe walking with his heart on his appendix Don't be afraid to speak So to speak, you niggas not within our reach Y'all midget max swinging on shack, now have a seat You can never coexist with my mama's oldest Kendrick be thy name, I got my mind right My nigga locked in the pen, that's what my mind right Ink over my brain, what's up? Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jay and Rock Show. It's your boy, Jay. It's your boy, K-Rock. What's going on? Nothing, man. Just living, loving life, man. Growing every day. Learning new stuff every day. Just, you know how we do. Got to stay learning. Back, back. You good? Can't complain. I could, but they ain't gonna do me no good. Right. Ooh, what you say it again? Said I could complain, but it ain't gonna do me no good. No, nah, you're right about that though. What you want to uh, dive into first? Let's see. Oh, let me let me just get this out of the way real quick. <laughs> so so you know how me and you be talking about people be letting these jaws stretch to my daughter. Right, dog. It's people at my job stressing the like we we under man by like thirty people. These people stressing the fuck. They be like, all these people calling customer service and all that. Right, bro. I'm like, bro, y'all let these job stress y'all out. They gonna do fire you? They under thirty people. Like, what you? Oh, they scared to get fired. Hmm. They scared to get fired. I'm guessing they letting these customers work them up. Like, what day we this? This was Tuesday, right? No, no, what today? No, this is Monday. This is Monday. I work for five to eleven, <laughs> and we on demand, so I'm covering like two different, spots, two or three different spots, and I'm helping these people. Like these Chinese men, like, hey man, can I get some? I'd be like, okay, give me one second. I'll be right with you in a second because we're on demand, and I'm helping these other people out, and I'm going to grab ladders and go get some down. Here. He's like, hey man, can you get somebody over here? I'm like, sir, I don't know who you talking. <laughs> you can wait. And so I think, like, oh man, I had me all night. That ain't my problem. You should have came earlier. Like, what what's wrong with these people? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said that, and what you said to him, like he said, "Hey man." I was like, "Hold on, sir. I'll be with you in a minute. Don't, don't, don't do all that. It's unnecessary." Like he was, like he was trying to yell at me. I don't, I don't care about the job. <laughs> That's basically I tell my supervisor. I don't care about the job. Y'all can find me all you want. I will be set tomorrow. I can go get another job. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to let these customers disrespect me. I'm not going to let them work me up. We're not getting paid $20 an hour, $30 an hour. I'm not going to let nobody work me up in that job. i tell you that right now. But the one, he, 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 hey, man, he's like, hey, man, get somebody up. We could have called somebody. We are under man. What part of that don't you understand? Like, I want you to go get some returns from the desk. They was like, sir, sir, can you open this register? It's not my job, but you can come back and work if you want to. <laughs> I was, I don't know what's wrong with folks. They feel so entitled, man. That's, yeah, I, I had to get out of it. Yeah, we oh, get into the person. Oh, oh, hold on. So wait, so 
the Asian man, after you said that, he was like, hold on, sir. After you said all that, what did he what did he say is that? Man, he walked off still mad. And by the time I walked, by the time I got done with that customer, walked, went over there to help him. He was already walking out the front door. Him, him and his wife just, just sitting there yelling. I'm like, okay, okay. Because then I got a, I got a couple other customers. Man, they be overwhelmed. They were customer service. You know, they picking up the phones all day. They, you know, they getting worked up. I'm like, bro, we around the same age. You getting worked up over this? <laughs> I understand. I understand. We all got to pay. We got to do what we got to do to make ends meet. Cool. But at the end of the day, these folks don't care about you. You getting paid regardless if they buy something today or they don't. Like, what do you like? Imagine if I'd be like, okay, sir, I'll drop whatever I'm doing to help you right now. What, what kind of full glass, bro? <laughs> I told him, I'll be with you when I be with you. I'm helping these cousins right now. I guess he didn't understand the concept of undemand. What he said, man, get your black ass over. <laughs> oh, I would hit his ass. I'm dead. Ass. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I don't play. I don't play that. Nigga, get over here. Yeah, okay. Miss Claudia, yeah, I would have told Miss Claudia too. Miss Claudia, uh, the store manager, she would ask what happened. I said, "You call me nigga." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I that. Damn, that's crazy. Man, I, I see that shit. I see that shit every day, though, bro. Like people, people, people could be cool with somebody, then they be like, you know, like. They'll tell on somebody, you know what I mean? Like, play cool, laugh in their face, and then, like, go tell a manager or something. I see that shit every day. Man, I don't see people doing a retail. A lot of these, lot of these cousins be disrespectful. I tell you that right now. I could understand if, you know, say we had a restaurant and the waitress being bad, and, you know, just, just being stuff. I understand, you know, chirping back at the end, but just being disrespectful of the rip. Ridiculous. You feel like the world revolves around you and there's 50,000 other customers in this stuff. You got life bent. And they definitely got life bent. They think I'm going to go out my way to to just kiss their feet and kiss. I'm not doing that. Not here. I'm not doing that. Say Asian is a new white man. Probably is, but I ain't going to let them disrespect me. I ain't going to let, let no white man disrespect me in my face. I damn sure ain't let them disrespect me. Not going down. I say fuck that job. I, I throw the vest on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you want to throw that shit on the ground. I think you want to be like fuck it, fuck yeah. I really wish I had a boxing class, you know, like a boxing trainer, just to get some frustration out. But I, I just been waiting for a customer to try me. Man, I think that's what it is. Cause I see how some of these customers talk to my coworkers. I'm like, damn, why are you letting them talk to you? Like, why do like? Like a lot of these Indian guys become, they be all mad. Oh no, you said you said you have this, you have this, but I'm, I'm working. How you gonna tell me we have and I tell you we don't have it? It says we have, but we don't. Wait, 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 I, you? People come to your job and tell you they say it says you have it, but I work here. Right. I know that. Like, how do you do that? They be sitting there cussing the people at the, at the restaurant. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with these people? You just talking to these women crazy? Like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, uh-uh. uh, nah. So I didn't wait for a customer to try me, so I didn't get off some frustration. You know, I don't play that. Cause this is the second time something happened. Cause remember last episode I told you about that dude. I was talking about yeah, find these screws, I'll be back. What? The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, man. Hey, okay, we gotta hurry and get this going, dog. I, don't, I ain't gonna last too much. <laughs> Boy, I feel you though, bro. I see, but I, I notice that shit like every day. Like, and and where I work at, bro, you might see like in my department, you can you can like visibly notice like the black people working harder than the white people. You can see that visibly, bro. Of course, they'll fire. They'll fire us for they fire them. Oh what? Hell yeah! You can be doing all this hard work. The one time you take a sip of water to take a break, <laughs> <laughs> the white man. Oh, look at this. They ain't doing no work. And then that's the one time the white. That's the one time the white dude working. Okay, I see you, man. You always working every time I come right here. Hey, you just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What, they say, what they say about the black dude? Black dude be done all, that, all the ground. He could be going the extra mile. But that one time he take that break to take a sip of water or something, that's going to manage you up. Yes, he ain't doing nothing. Look at him. <laughs> and, then, and then he go to white people over here finally doing some work. Oh, man, you always working every time I come down here. Come out here. Yeah, you know, just doing my stomach. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I tell you, we can't win for nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dead. It's dead shit. That's why you laugh because it's serious. That's you know? oh, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, going extra mile, but that one time you want to take a sip of water. Like, what you like? You, hey, you take that sip of water right there. That's shit, man. Oh, the one what? time you take, you take what? a breather. What the manager say? Oh, look at this. Ain't ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> we can't win. I'm telling you, though. Yo, 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 you got me crying. I just spit all over that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No. Well, thank you, about uh, You're right. Well, thank we got some people that, that'll cut their lunch break in half for the job that they ain't even gonna pay them extra for it. Eat in the bathroom. <laughs> my, my point exactly. And then that one time he wanna take an actual 30 minute break or whatever. Hey, let me talk to you. Man, man, you, you're stretching your breaks too long. Like, like what? Like just some, just think about it. All that groundwork you did, all the extra miles you went, stuff they haven't even seen. And they recognize this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right about that, though, man. I definitely I'm agree. Definitely. Yeah, that's why I, I can't, I can't do this shit too much longer, bro. And then jobs wonder why everybody's sitting at home collecting those unemployment checks. Well, because they don't have to worry about all that BS right there without the human factor, and they can just sit at home and make collect the check. Like one of my coworkers, he was mad. He was like, "Yeah, we're on the man by thirty people." Because the government wants to pay everybody 600 a month just to sit at home. Yeah. So, And in my mind, I'm like, bro, you need to calm down. You wonder why these, these people are not working because the business don't, the companies don't care about the folk, man. You think mm-hmm. about it. Because you really want, don't, bro. You really I've seen people like, I tell you, I've I seen people pass out and shit like that in there, bro. And they just, you know, hey, somebody go get their spot. I gotta fill out some paperwork, you know. It's uh <laughs> I tell you what my homeboy said. My homeboy Zion said he said uh he made a joke about when the manager seen the dude passed out. He said 
Man, this nigga gonna pass out at eleven forty-five. He gonna be taking lunch at twelve. Nigga, selfish. See, see, you sitting there worried about the paper you got to fill out for you know work is like you're not even worried about the person seeing if they okay or not. That's 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 a problem. That's why people quit. That's why people do half jobs. That's why they don't. If you don't make the work environment workable and enjoyable. What's the point? I said I'm gonna collect a six hundred dollar check too. Shit. Never Instead of having to deal with retail cut like customers, I do that in a heartbeat. But I don't. I don't enjoy sitting home. Yeah. I just, hey, I, I can't do it. I'd rather at least be out and about doing something. You know, I don't mess with cool people. But yeah, like I'm my cover, like my cover editor. And Ebram was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's so funny. <laughs> man, it's just, it's life we got to get through, man. I tell you something. Else. What you was going to say, though? No, I feel bad for people who got like kids and shit, like a lot of kids or whatever. Uh, they kind of got to, got they gotta uh they gotta take that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well us, we could just be like, man, fuck yeah. Like, no strange attack. Yeah, that, that is very unfortunate, you know. I mean, so you ain't got no choice but to tolerate that. But it's only so much you can tolerate, you know. It's like before you get to that point. Like one of my coworkers, the kid, I ain't gonna say her name, but yo, she stayed over her clock out time for thirty minutes to help out. I'm thirty minutes. Who's staying over thirty minutes to help anybody at the job? I tell you what, my my schedule says five. Well, it says five to ten or whatever time it says. I'm going at that time. Right. Like, as soon as it gets to 9.59, I'm already clocking out, and I'm going towards the door. Where you going? I'm going home. <laughs> if I didn't finish today's work by the end of today, I'm going home. Well, I'll take care of tomorrow. Like, I had some returns to put back on the shelf. You know what I did? I put them in my little office area, and I went and I left. <laughs> Bro, I'm not. Uh-uh. They say, now nah, you got to finish that, man. You got to, got to finish that. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> well in this case I'll deal with it when I go back Friday because I'm not bro I'm not staying over over 30 minutes extra 10 15 minutes to put stuff back on the show I'm not getting paid for it hell no <laughs> where you going <laughs> you going home <laughs> Like stuff like that, man. It's like, see, I wouldn't mind doing that if I actually care for the job. We're like, say, say we gotta stay over and make couple extra shirts and make make couple extra labels. Doing that, I ain't gonna. That's something I love, you know. Something I do, ain't no problem with that. But when you work at the other places that don't care about you, they just care about you making sure the ship runs smoothly for them to get paid. I don't care about that. Most of the CEOs are coming to recognize you as numbers, anyways. 
<laughs> you tell them you tell them somebody died in your family that close love. Okay, you need three or four days off. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say it again? You like three or four days off. Like they're like that's gonna help. Three or four days off. What the you know, black people, we take like a whole week to, you know, take care of business. Like this. Three or four days. Many jobs don't care about us. They say black employees better. I don't know. We'll see. If I find somebody, I'll, I'll test it out. But imagine you lose a wife, you lose a, a mother, father, and that job say, okay, we need to make sure we need some proof as well. Could you bring in? Cause like if we was at school, bro. What you talking about? Bring in an obituary? Like what? The city <laughs> going to a funeral? What kind of mess? <laughs> like imagine you lose somebody very close and dear to your heart, and here come one of the guys that's like, Hey, can can I see the I see the the program? What program? You sick act? Like why does why I have to bring you proof? I'm going to a funeral. Why do I make that up? I know some people make it. I'm not. Yo, this side of you living is messed up. I'm just saying, I had, I had to get that. Because that was, just, I went to a funeral one time when he's in high school. I think it was my cousin funeral, you know. Right. Yeah, it, it was a, yeah, I think that was high school. And she was talking about bring back a program for proof. So, I ain't bring, I ain't bring back no program for no proof. I don't know if I got Martin Abson or whatever. Folks, but that's, that's disgusting. Just like these jobs, three or four days off, you lose somebody very close to you. Three or four days off, good enough for you. Let them CEOs, uh, mama or daddy or, or sister or brother, wife pass away or husband. Niggas taking three weeks off. Fuck out of here. Man, I tell you what. Man, y'all fools better stop taking these jobs so serious when they don't take you serious. That's all I'm going to say. That don't, that don't make no sense. That's a, that's a big problem. Now, I laugh, but it really is. like People they get so invested in these jobs and put all their emotions in these jobs. And these, bro, these, these CEOs, even these general managers really don't do a fuck about you, bro. Like, I done heard conversations with these managers and shit. They say, oh, so they're looking at a paper. They say, so what's going on over here? Well, we got two or three people that ain't. Da, da, da. They see us as numbers, like. Sure do. What's your login at work? That's your number. <laughs> that's that's all it yeah. is. That's real shit. That's how they identify you. Oh, you was late. You you ain't, you was you was two minutes late. Oh, you was you was you was too early. You was ten minutes early. Why you was ten minutes early? We're gonna point you for that. What the fuck is? But that is this is a good segue into. But I want to talk about taking people for granted. These companies take us for granted. Right. Y'all people could leave. Y'all people, oh, y'all quit today. Hurt the hell out of their pockets. They would raise their pay. They probably give you a bonus to come back. They probably give you paid time off as well. You understand? That's the biggest thing, unity. If people just came together to, you know, to really work on something, you get a lot of stuff done. Of course, companies take us for granted. Loved ones take some. Some loved ones take people for granted. It's that's just that's life. I mean, I think everybody takes something for granted at one point in their life. I'm not saying it all the time, but 
I was thinking about it last night. I was thinking about my cousin that passed away a couple months back. And I was just, it's amazing how you see somebody every other weekend. You know, anytime you go home to visit, but you see people all the time. It's like, you know, man, I'll see you next time. You know, you never really know when the last time you're going to see that person or kick it with that person. It was, and I took it for granted. And it, I don't say I feel guilty, but it's like a, it just sits in your mind that was that last interaction you had with that person, was it what you wanted to be, you know? I like when I see my granny, then like, do I tell them I love them, hug them, you know, dab them up, all that stuff. Because you never really know, but you don't want to take that moment for granted. Right. It's all about living in that moment, which is a big reason why I don't take a lot of this stuff serious. I try to be calm, cool, and collected all the time. Like, I don't, I try to get worked up over something. I'm living in that moment. I'm just, I'm just here. While you sitting here rushing to do this and that, you're missing the beauty of life, no matter how bad things are, you're missing out on that moment. But I definitely agree. But my thing is, is like, I appreciate who like genuinely like mess with me and love me and stuff like that. Like I be hearing stuff back home, like people be like, why you don't call or whatever? Like the phone don't work both ways or whatever. Like y'all know why I stay. Y'all know I'm in, you know, NC. Y'all can come up here. Y'all know why I stay. You know where I live at, but it is what it is. Like, but I'm just very appreciative of the people that, that that's in my life now. You know what I mean? And and to to your point on like the jobs and stuff like that, like after I got fired that first time, bro, like me being a kid and getting like fired, bro, that, that let me know like nah, cause you can come in, you can do all that other shit, but you know what I mean? They still fire your black ass, bro. Like you don't get paid, you don't get paid off of how hard you work, you get paid off your value. These these companies gonna pay you off the off your value. But my thing to anybody, you know what I'm saying, who uh any young person, if you're gonna work, like work, but put it toward like something else to where you don't have to rely on that job. Like don't just put don't just focus like everything on your job. Don't blow your money and shit like that to where, you know what I'm saying, I'm broke, I gotta go back to don't do that shit, because they'll fire your black ass, like real talk. <laughs> They'll fire the fuck out you. I seen that shit. They will fire you. And I think that's the that's the one thing we gotta teach the youth. I know the youth taught otherwise, man. You gotta, gotta do this job, you gotta do this. What you wanna be when you go to school, this and that. Blah. I think the better thing is to teach them work to get to where you wanna get to. Because a lot of these kids or a lot of our generation, they want to do different things. They want to make clothes. They want to draw. They want to be an artist. They want to be a movie producer. They want to be a photographer. But they don't have the needs or the means to to get towards that goal. Mm-hmm. So, like you were saying, you gotta you gotta work. You know, work a little small job, save your money. You know, the biggest thing is getting connected to the right people as well, because you start meeting the right people. They get your name in certain rooms that you don't even know about. It's you in now. Then it's more so about, okay, now what are you going to do with that moment? 
So you gotta save your money, get your bread right, buy the equipment, the tools, whatever you need to make it happen. Like what we doing now, you know, getting our money right. Gotta get the equipment for for the podcast, you know, look into the camera, mic, you know, all that stuff for the for the in-house podcast, and, you know, as far as the shirts and all that stuff go. That's a whole different thing. That's more so the stuff that they need to be taught instead of just, you know, go to college, go do this and that. Because you go to college, and if you're not, you can go to, you can have the highest GPA and still not get enough money to cover you going to college. You know, it's kind of like, what the, what's the point? Like my granddad was telling me. It's all, like, all four years he went to South Carolina. It was only, I think it was, like, 30000 Might have been less, he was telling me. I'm like, damn, that's like, well, that's like a semester a year nowadays. I'm like, that's not, it's bad, but you see the inflation and how that stuff changes over time. So we had to teach them smarter ways to maneuver to get to where they want to be. And I think it's good. It definitely, when we get a chance, you know, we really start talking to the youth. Definitely visit some schools, talk to the young men, young women, but more so the young men because a lot of them, like what me and your brothers talking about a lot, a lot of these brothers getting lost, thinking being tough and hard is, is the way to go. These these brothers talented, man. These brothers, I done seen some black dudes that, that are really good at acrobatic stuff. Could be could be in the Olympics for gymnastics, all that stuff. But oh man, that's that's soft. That's for women, bro. You could be making a million dollars flipping. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Soft, bro. You don't want to eat here because I'm from the trenches. What? You don't want to treat yourself to a nice restaurant because you're from the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a definition of the trenches. Uh, we'll see if it relates to where we're from. Trenches. What, the, what definition of trenches? Let's look here. Because I, I was very, uh, you know, confused by that statement of the trenches. I mean, it get bad where we from, but I wouldn't say. I think Chicago was like the trenches. If we're going to talk about trenches, like Chicago. Well, that can't be because that's always a military term. I don't know, man. Everybody want to be a tough ass. Trenches in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, let's see. A crime-ridden area. Or hood known for his crimes and violence. Yeah, that nigga lives in the trenches. <laughs> That's cap as fuck. Yo, I don't know what's so cool about living in the trenches. I mean, even if you are from the trenches, I've never seen anybody just openly. Dec- like we got some NFL, NBA players that's from the trenches, like real trenches. I mean, Man, I, I'm not supposed to be, but I made it. I thank you for it. You don't see them, oh, you know. What the f- you don't want to eat at a restaurant because you're from the trenches. What? 
How yeah. stupid? How stupid are you? I'm sorry to say that. I mean, that's that's ignorant, stupid. It's, niggas eating at the restaurant, they can eat at home, but you are in a whole different state. What the hell? Kind of that's like when people go to a restaurant, they just, I'm please, I'm gonna get chicken tenders. If you don't try that linguine, whatever the hell that is. Thanks, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't like it, you just don't like it. The whole point is to try something different. People be so scared to try stuff, man. That's with the simple fact you don't want to go somewhere because of the trenches. It's either that, or like we said, hey, you don't have the funds. I would rather you say, hey, man, I don't have enough money to probably eat here. Could we go somewhere else? I'd rather you say that and say, hey, my nigga, I'm trenching, bro. I, ain't, man, I don't like all that bougie shit. Bougie? How's that bougie? Niggas like I, I, I can understand you paying for a steak the size of a wallet, you know, $1,200. Okay, that's, that's bougie, in my opinion, but come on. Just just say you ain't got it, man. I would rather you much. Just keep it 100, you know. Y'all yeah. so called about the trenches and keep it 100. Just keep it a buck. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. See, that's the thing. People pride, man. That's... Pride is the devil sometimes, you know. It can definitely close a lot of doors for us and keep us hemmed up. But I think that's why it's good. We got some brothers actually going to these places and actually trying to teach the guys that it's okay to be mentally aware, you know, investing and also, you know, it's okay to be emotional. I think that's the biggest thing as men, especially black men, I'll say that. It's okay to be emotional, but we have to learn how to mask and control these emotions because they can they can make or break us, you know. That's that's a big that's a big thing. But I thought the goal was to get out of the trenches though. Like that was the always the idea. Like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Like, this shit is hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't see no NBA play NFL. Hey, man. You don't see them living in the trenches of the hood. Or, you don't see none of that. The whole point is to get away. Right. Why would you want to stay in a lifestyle that's hurting you, like, not helping your family? It don't, it don't make sense. I just you idiots, man. I'm just why people don't want to move, though? Like, why people want to stay around where, like, where they grew up and shit? Like, why niggas want to do that? <laughs> Tell war stories to the children. What they want to do? Tell war stories to the children. Hey, man, your part ran these streets, man. Yeah. Ran streets for what? The show for it. Right. What the show for, though? You ran the streets. You're not like Ghost of Power. We're not living in a, a nice three story, four story. What, what do you have to show for? You just had a little fun? That's it. Did you leave money behind for it? Did you leave some land behind for it? Like, what you need to leave for it? A trust for anything? Oh, no, I just. Why well, these OGs ain't OGs, man? Y'all gotta stop calling me. Y'all can't just be throwing around that term, dog. That's. <laughs> that's... Hey, be competing with us, bro. Niggas, old niggas don't wanna see the new niggas win, man. Because old niggas is trying to survive, bro. While the young niggas is trying to live, honestly, bro. Like, I always, I even peeped that shit when I was, like, kid. Like, I noticed, like, older niggas wanted the young dudes to do certain, like, certain stuff or whatever they wouldn't do. 
And the, and the young dudes got more nuts than them, so they gonna do it. Guinea pigs. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. I don't mean to you cut you off or nothing like that, but it was a situation at work. Like it get real, it don't get dirty, dirty, but it's a, like a lot of like plastic and stuff in there, cardboard or whatever. So me and my homies was talking or whatever, and our manager comes up. He said, he said, hey guys, we gotta uh we gotta clean up or whatever. The big dogs is coming down here. I said, the big dogs. I said, my pops, my pops coming out here. That my big dog. <laughs> like, who, who are you talking? My mother? Is my mama here? Like, fuck. So it's really this chain of like a superiority, which I understand, but it's like, damn, motherfuckers really be like scared. Like, bro, you should have seen him. His face was like red. They really be scared of these people, but I don't give a fuck, bro. See, that's another thing. If you run a, if you're a supervisor, and now all of a sudden you want to clean, why are you doing this when your when your superiors come around? Why don't you just make it a stand and say, "Hey, man, like once we once we finish our shift, I know we want to go home, but could we just take some time to clean up?" Why now all of a sudden you waiting to? Why? I like one time it was um, last month. Don um, the area manager of all the loads and. George area, like in my whole, right. like he, he over all the loads. They're talking about Don coming, like, okay. <laughs> no, he like it big. Okay. They were like straight now. Okay. Bro, Don looks like a deacon that went to Indian Grove. <laughs> he, got a, he, got a, he got a mustache like Doug, and he has a, he has a, a fro. I can't even. It's George Jefferson fro, except he ain't bald. So it's like a nice little. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Don, come here. We got to make it look nice. Bro, why don't y'all make it look nice every day? Set the standard. Why y'all have, like, bro, if you're so caught up in this work life, why do y'all have ass yourselves? You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all take the job. I know. Now all of a sudden you want to set a standard. Yeah, let's, let's clean up. Why don't you just clean up every day? Why are you waiting to? So, like, I don't know. You that scared of losing your job or getting sick? What is he dying? What is he gonna slap you? Like, <laughs> the big what? dog coming. Exactly. I said, oh, "Fuck my pop dying or some shit." Anyways, what are we talking about? The big dogs are coming. It's a warehouse. What are you talking about clean up? It's disgusting. What do you, what do you expect? That goes to why you shouldn't take them jobs here. I mean, just do what you got to handle. You got You got to White boy. Oh, man. The big dogs. Oh, man. Let's, let's get to it, guys. We black, man. I don't care about that. But you gotta also understand these managers. They people be thinking these managers. Oh yeah, uh, he know I, he see me doing good, so he gonna uh, uh, like, bro. These managers is human. These managers is is a lot of these managers is white people, and you don't think they could hire somebody who like prejudice or nothing like that. 
So they can just look inside his heart and be like, oh, he ain't prejudiced. Y'all better, I'm not telling y'all, I'm not telling people to go in there and just like do nothing, like, you know what I'm saying? But, because if you're going to work, you know what I'm saying, handle your business, but don't kill yourself, bro. Do not kill yourself. And don't throw other people under the bus, especially just to make yourself look good. Like, I'm going to tell you one thing that I learned, bro, because I peep shit. They teach these managers ways to talk to uh, employees to get them to do certain stuff. They, they know how to do that shit, bro. I've seen it. They teach classes on it. Teaching class how to talk to employees. Reverse. They, they, teach, they teach classes on like reverse psychology, bro. Yeah, that's why I just. So instead of just being decent people, they can't even. Exactly. I mean, that's the way the world. And I don't I don't think you ever really be happy at a job, honestly. That's just my opinion. I don't see how you could be happy just working for somebody. Because people get too comfortable, like, the way they talk and shit. Like, mm -hmm. managers especially, they get too fucking comfortable. Man, shut your ass up. Like, shit, like, I, done, I swear to God, I done seen it. Pick this shit up. I done seen that shit, bro. And I be, I just be waiting. Yeah, that don't mean that. But y'all got the little, y'all got the full-clock-rolled-off-on-the-air-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time-time
Like when I was working at APS, I was dropping off a package at the door. Dude seen us, dude see me walking towards his house. Those on a Trump hat. And he's out there, hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? Ain't trying to, what the, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that's, that's sick. You feel that the president so race that you have to, hey, man, you know, let me extend my hand to this brother. What? Why, anytime a white person call me brother, I think of the KKK. That's what they call themselves. That's my brother in arms right there. What? Call me your brother? Don't call me your brother, boy, none of that. I don't, I don't need doing that. Let me try to be all buddy, buddy with me and make black jokes. Why are you making black jokes? I think I'm always cute. Oops, I burnt one. What the fuck? Like, come on, dog. Tell them niggas about that shit uh, the other day. How that kid, when I was, I was like in second or third grade, and that kid told me that joke. So that that lets me know that I was being taught to him at a, you know what I'm saying? At a young age. That's what I'm saying. Like, the f- this shit happens every, every day, and it's, it's just getting passed down to the kids. So, I mean, people really just lost. It make you not even want to deal with, like, White people, honestly, bro. You don't, because you don't know what's going to happen. You're too welcome, and they get too comfortable. Right. You push back, they they somehow find a way to, I don't know. Like I seen a video on Twitter. This white lady is chasing out this black girl in bath and body work. Why are you sitting there screaming and telling them, get away from me? That's dangerous. Any white woman yelling is dangerous. I tell you that right now. Just to be honest. They play the victim. I don't know, man. They just. They do play the victim. That's why everyone. That's why everyone deserves to be punched in the face. And they didn't even want to escort out the mall. They didn't. She's sitting there. She fake passing out. She's sitting there yelling. What is wrong? White people are really sick. Let's be honest. They're some sick people. Most of them don't even bathe their body, they wash their hair. That's disgusting. You know how that, bro, you asking somebody, hey man, how do you how do you wash? Oh, I just I just wash my hair. That's it. What? You know how say that before? Yeah, I mean I you go on YouTube, dog. You can find a whole bunch of videos like you saying they just wash their hair and like, and they don't wash they they don't wash like. I'm leaving at that. That's a that's a, that whole race is some of the cult, bro. That shit. You got you got those priests touching little boys. You got these governors touching little kids. You got this and that. You, you got the KKK rally still going on. If I drive 30 or 40 minutes north, I can find an all-white shop. You said an all-white shop? You mean just like no no colors? What I mean by that shop is they have a KKK guy in there. They have they, they got like they got like mannequins of KKK, they got Confederate stuff. And the plate outside the store, it said um 
you know how we got Black History Month? It says White History Year, something like that. I think that's what it said. And I saw that when I was going to um, a pest control job. I was going to these um, people's house, real nice people. And I was going to Kennesaw. I'm like, what the? Because I sit, but I had I had stopped. I was at a red light. You can see all that stuff from, because the store is mainly like the glass doors. And ice. You just can't, you can't fix it. You really can't. The only way to deal with it is the war. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, as, no, bad as, that, no. as bad as that sounds, I mean, you can't, you can't unteach that. Because a lot of these black people be waiting for you to step out of line so they can just say, they, they itching to say it, like, you know, because they know that word of trick. Like, what, what are you talking to? Like, you know, now, like, we all so they can say it, but as soon as we say it, I'm gonna say it. I use it to say, call somebody ignorant. Yeah, I bet you do. I don't know what I do if somebody like said nigga to me or said nigga around me. You probably black out. Because I know I have blackout problem. I'm not even going to lie. I'm just waiting for one of these customers to say it. I'm, I'm just waiting. Because it's, it's a black who at my job, but I'm like when I say black, like, I'm going to say it's levels to black. But it's only like really three of us that's like, you know, like culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the customer gonna say that to me one time. Like, you know, I, I might just end up in the paper or something. I don't, I don't care. I don't know. I'm just waiting for. I'm really just waiting for a customer to try me. But you know, it's just. And then we had something we went to school with. Like a lot of these dudes we went to school with, they was letting a lot of white boys get away with that stuff. Nigga, you know somebody? Yeah. What? You cool with him saying that? Oh man, it's just a okay, okay. It's just the way that's what he's paying. That's what you that's what they pay is calling you too. Uh, Noah, Noah Hawks be saying that shit. Yeah, thank you. Well. All them boys be saying that the pay is cool. Too comfortable, man. Everybody oh, yeah. cool. I, I just I can't get jiggy with a white person. I ain't let no white person say that. I can't. That's, mm -mm. I don't give a fuck. We playing. I don't give a fuck. You can't play with me like that. I don't, I don't play like that at all. I, I, I wish that boy name. He played in the football team. I can't think of that. They, they say he said it too. He even posted on Snap one time like, oh, hell no. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> he said on Snapchat. Yeah, white boy. That's bro. How do you feel comfortable just saying that? You know where it came from. Y'all, y'all all know the history. Even if it is twenty or forty pages, you know the history behind it. But yet again, you choose. So you really can't give white people a pass. You think? Make Juneteenth a holiday. Okay, let's get rid of critical race theory. It's not a fucking theory. Why is it called critical race theory? Is that a stuff of theory? It's not a fucking theory. Stuff mm -hmm. is facts. It's facts. And they want to take it out of the school system. 
fuck. You know what I mean? We the most disrespected and we the most loving, bro. Oh, that's a fact. And I think that shit come from like Christianity and shit, religion and all that shit. Like us being so fucking forgiving. Like we so forgiving, like. One of the worst things that could have happened to us was like that Rodney King shit, bro. He got on TV. Like, can we all just get along? That what we fucked up at. I, I mean, I ain't gonna say that's what we fucked up at, but that was one of the most fucked up moments ever. Beat the hell out of them, shit. Excuse me, I can forgive, but I'm not. That's anytime I don't know what it is. It's just my tolerance for the ignorance of white people is very thin. I don't have time for none of them games. I'm I'm not arguing with no white folk about this or that. I'm not arguing with them when it comes to no damn sports, no music, entertainment. Or, or no like black English culture. What you saying? I was saying, there ain't no black problem, no black, you know what I'm saying? Black situation. Anything to do with the culture, period. And the culture we created. Considering most of us don't have our ties from whether native, already here in America, before America, or whether it came from Ethiopia, or any parts of Africa. The culture we created now I'm not discussing no no white folk, especially not when it comes to black folk. Oh man, they should just comply. Yeah, but y'all was saying say that old girl Nana got shot at the Capitol. Y'all was gonna say I think why she ain't gonna fly. Fuck out of here. Climbing through a fucking way. you break into the cow like bro. Y'all say her name. Say her name for what? You broke into the Capitol. And the officer told her to get back two or three times. That's the one he would tell the black person. Hell, you're a black. Guess, hey, guess what, though? Guess what? She should have complied. Shot her right in the neck. She didn't stand a chance. She was done as soon as she hit the ground. <laughs> Damn. That's a fact. I'm sitting there watching the video. Brush, bruh. Close range in the neck. Black people get shot all the time. Had a had a boy get shot in the back seven times. George Floyd was getting knelt at, at the neck, on his back, and down his spine, causing pressure for no circulation to his brain. Like what the? F had old buddy outside of the gas station doing what he's doing. Trayvon Mark walking home at night. On the phone with his girlfriend, Skittles in Arizona. Here's George Zimmerman signing Skittles package and then auction off the damn gun he shot the boy with. Ain't, man, can't nobody talk about this. I'm just being honest. I don't want to hear nothing about none of these presidents. I don't care about none of them. Nan, one of Trump, Biden, Obama. I don't care about none of the damn presidents. Ain't nothing did nothing for me. We, you cannot speak on these black issues. I'm, there's nothing people can say about Mr. Farrakhan that he said he's not helping up. I don't hear nothing about 
I don't want to hear anything from anybody outside of the black culture. I don't want to hear nothing from these coons. I'm, I'm sick of it. I really am. I really wish we could just go into isolation, man. That's Because every day people show us that they don't respect us. That's a fact. They can just sit up here and call the police on us like, like damn, yeah, I know the police will get them. Fuck? Little boy got shot trying to get his bike out of the neighborhood. Yeah. White boy walking to a church, kill nine people. They take the little native burger game. What are we talking about, man? They took a burger game. Took brother BK. You can find the pictures too. There's pictures out there. Had a boy. Going to Denver, Colorado movie theater, shoot it up. Man. No. No, that is crazy though, man. That, that's insane. But we just gotta we just gotta do what we gotta do as, you know, as black leaders, man, and, and do it our own. They have to build our own, man, because if we gonna keep depending on you know, these jobs and these corporations to, you know, put us in a position to be successful and it ain't gonna work. We gotta stop from planning. We gotta stop, you know what I'm saying? Looking for handouts and just grind it out and put our brains together, put our money together, buy from each other, keep the black dollars circulating, circulating, excuse me. And, um, you know, and like I like we always say, it might it may not happen when we, you know what I'm saying, when we, uh in our lifetime or whatever, but it, it, I think it'll happen. But it's got to be a major shift as far as um, as far as economics. That's where it all stems from. Like we can talk about this other shit, but it all stems from like economic, you know, racism. That's a fact. That's why we have to. That generation of wealth, I think that's the biggest thing. We need to start now, so we can have, so we can enjoy our life, the life that we have here, given on this earth. It's not a long time, you know. And then again, we want our kids to not have to deal with that BS of having to make ends meet, having to work these jobs. You don't have to work, you know. I want to have more, and then it's all about financial freedom too. Because if you, you working all day long, your kid come home from that school, he think the national anthem is okay, but Williams is okay. He think the critical race theory is, you know, what it is depending on who the teacher is. It's like, you don't have enough time at home to really instill them what they need to be instilled with as a black person, whether it be black man or black woman. So we definitely have to, definitely need to get on that financial train. You don't have to be a millionaire. It's just about leaving something behind for the next generation to expand and grow off of that. That's the big thing. You may not see the finish line, but they, but they might. And the thing got to deal with already being under white people and all that's like, 
because if they have their own business, their own land, they can they don't have to really depend on too much of the outside forces. And I think that's I think that's good, in my opinion. I know a lot of other people they be like, man, it ain't always about money. But again, it is always about money. At the end of the day, it comes back to money, especially if you want to survive in this country, because we the country that you need money for everything. You break arm, it costs damn seven thousand, ten thousand dollars to fix your arm. Like, you get you going just to get a checkup, you paying two thousand dollars out of pocket. Like it's you gotta set yourself up for success, man. That's 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 the big that's the end game. That's the end game. Live life and, and set your family up to succeed even when you're gone. That, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to get into? Mm. Oh, that double XL freestyle. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? I think that's important. Listen, um, no, nah, I mean, I just can't even really like, I'm always forever fuck with hip hop, with culture, and all of that. But it's like, I guess somebody else might like it, but it's just not my cup of tea. But I kind of understand the formula as far as like today's artists and everything. Like Coyle Ray, she might, she may not can freestyle, but bro, she's viral every single day. Like she got everybody dancing every single day. Like DDG, we can say what we want about these people, but these people are, are uh, you know what I'm saying? marketing geniuses bro like for ddd ddg to go from uh youtube videos he was homeless at one point uh i think his brother got killed and lots a lot of stuff he went through you know be his being he was in college broke and all that and now he's on double xl he's not even really like a rapper he was more of a uh youtuber so yeah these you, you definitely got to give them their props and stuff like that. But as far as the music goes, I'm, I'm, I'll say this. I, do. I won't, you know, I won't check for it simply because that's not the type of hip hop that made me fall in love with it. You know what I mean? But um, I definitely like, you know, show love. It's just not my cup of tea or whatever. I think that's the biggest thing, especially as a culture, we have to shift that. Just saying it's not for me, it's, it's much better than just saying it was, oh man, they trash, they this and that. Just, like, I'm not gonna shit on, cause hip hop is the youngest and we seeing it change now. It is hip hop 50, 50 some years old, something like that. So it's like- yeah, It's 70s, isn't it? 60s, late 60s. <laughs> Something like that, you know, it's like so now you're seeing the shift. So it's like if these guys ain't for you, I mean that's just cool. Like what's his name? Is it Moray? He kind of give me like that that CeeLo vibe. Like he gonna like he gonna do his rap, little rapping, he gonna do a little singing too. So it's like I see beauty in like some of the people now. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Coyle Real DDG, but I I you know. Double XL, that's probably something they always wanted. That's good for them. It may not be my cup of tea, but I mean, we'll power to them, man. Go get your money, have fun, live your life. I think that's the biggest thing. But I get it. Hip-hop. 
Hmm? I was like, I give, I kind of give it up to uh, Murray. He he actually tried to freestyle. Like if you listen to his, he tried to actually like go off the top. So you got to get somebody <laughs> possible, somebody who not really like a lyricist like that. Especially like he more of a, you know, uh, 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 you know, he harmonizes or whatever, and you know. But he definitely, he definitely tried. But yeah, that's his bag. That harmonize. I'm telling you, he gonna be. He'll probably be like this. I'm not, I ain't gonna go that. CeeLo Green is, is, is a, you know, CeeLo Green, but he's a disciple of CeeLo Green. I'm gonna say he's a disciple of CeeLo Green, so we're gonna see where he go. Because mm-hmm. I was surprised at him on J. Cole um, album when he, when he had that little, you know, damn, what was the chorus again? What was it? It's my life or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was surprised at him. I mean, he sounded good on it, though. Him 21, that was a good track. So I, I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on him and see what he do, you know. And then, as far as the hip hop band, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I like Little Baby. You know? I'm not a big fan of. Um, man, I'm not a big fan of Bert. Um, Louis Bert. I mean, he got a couple songs I like, but he, I think he's, biggest... he's he's fired to who he's fired for. Like, yeah, I'll say this: his first, his first. I don't want to say his first. Love is rage was definitely a dope, like, as far as, like, that euphoric type, make you dance, like, that's what, that's kind of what today's music is, it's more this euphoric, like, you know what I'm saying, just get fucked up, like, just have fun type, you know what I mean, and in a sense, it could, it could, you could kind of compare to that, you know, that whole, uh, you know, that whole zone of, you know, Lil John and those books. I'm not expecting Lil John to go in there and spit no freestyle then or now. So, yeah. you know, you can say what we want, but they doing the damn thing. Yeah, they, they disciples. That's the thing. It's kind of like you look at, this is a good example. You look at Will and Jayla. You look at what they've done for their career. You look at Will rapping career. You see how they are, and then you look at the kids. The kids are more free spirited than they are, and it's like that's the whole point of evolution. You want to see things change and get better, and right. and do better. And that's that's what I'm seeing with the rap game now. I mean, you know, I love my lyrics, you know, and sometimes I just like listening to songs that are just get me hyped. But sometimes I just want to chill too. Right. Like Twenty One Savage ain't the most lyrical dude. Man, that album, him and Metro Boomer dropped last year. I, I, I revisited now that time passed. And it's like, damn. Like, it was fire. The one, before, the one before, before that was fire. Yeah, I like that one too. I mean, it ain't hitting like this one. Or something. I don't know why. But, you know, it seemed like the biggest thing that I had to do, you know, my way of listening. Because I listen to every song. I, like all the new music that come, I listen to it. And then I think about it, I'm like, okay, it's cool for a first listen. But now as some time passed, you know, you let it age a little bit like some wine, you go back to it, it's like, damn, he boy really, he boy really good. Like, what was I listening to? It was something I listened to. I'm trying to think of the artist. I can't think of them right now, but man, but some of these artists today, they like G Herbo, man. It's, it took me a while to get on get on that train with them boys, but they, them boys nice. All them boys, G Herbo, 
Lil Dirk nice. I mean, I like everything they put out, but to see the game, the game is in good hands. That's how I look at it, you know. Right. These guys young, you know, still going. But when you really think about it, they all disciples of some of our favorites. All they doing with the game is just changing and, and you, you maneuvering how they want to maneuver. Because you think about all the Chicago rappers that we have, legends, all of them guys are disciples just doing their own thing with it. Well, my thing, you really can't even blame these, like, younger artists or whatever because these labels are saying, like, bro, we need, if you're going to give us a record or two or even, like, an album, you know what I'm saying, or you, you want us to sign you, we we going to need a record that's going to touch the word, like, it's going to pop in Germany or whatever so we can see you over there to perform. We can't just, I hate to say it, you just can't rap good no more, like. You gotta have something different with you. That's why we should really highlight these dudes who just like really spitting, like the young these young uh, spitters or whatever, like Corday or whatever, doing this thing. Like Corday ain't coming with a lot of hits, but he coming with good quality music. You know what I'm saying? He understand the idea of that. You know, today you gonna have to sing. You gonna have to have a melody or something. So he, you know what I'm saying? He he doing what he do, and he a student of the game. So you really gotta respect him. But yeah, man. If you ain't if you ain't coming in this game with something that can make somebody shake their ass or you know what I'm saying it ain't just we gotta understand like this shit our culture is so powerful so this shit is not just about like and not even the music bro this shit is not just about like just you know uh music like if you look at basketball bro two-time MVP is from Greece bro you know what I'm saying like this shit ain't just about America no more. We don't touch this black culture. Don't touch the world. So that's what you're gonna get. They ain't. They're not calling the next LeBron. No, no, no black dude from America. They saying it's this dude from a Lithuania named Luka Doncic. You know what I'm saying? So we have to, we have to understand the power of, uh, you know, the black culture and understand that. Everything not gonna stay the same. We might we can still love what we love, but at the same time, we definitely need to appreciate what these these young black females is doing. Cause these people is like our age, they're young and they putting out it's got you got 15, 6 year olds putting out hits and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and and they're not going to expensive studios. A lot of these people is doing it from their home, uh local uh producers or whatever, and getting like, getting, you know what I'm saying, getting famous. And they're using, they're actually using the um, the resources at hand. They're using the TikToks, the IGs, you know what I'm saying? So you really got to give people props. Oh, for sure. But that, that's why the culture is so dope, because it includes every little, like we say, every little thing, sports, TV, movies, like all of it. Like you think about it, we got all the John Singletons and Spike Lee. Now we got these younger producers these younger directors, they coming in the game. They making amazing shows. Then we got these young actors. They coming in, changing the game. It's, like you said, with sports, I mean, evolution is, is the only way we're going to really see growth. You know what I'm saying? We have to keep evolving, keep it pushing forward. And that's why I'm glad some of the older, you know, the guys that were here when the culture like, first really started to take off, they accepting the younger. I think that's the biggest thing. Because the hating ain't going to get them nowhere. What you hating on a younger brother or sister for? They trying to 
make something of themselves, you know, do something. They look up to you. So when you talk down, I'm like, no, I ain't doing that, you know? And that's, I think that's the biggest thing, man. You're going to really see who really rocking with you, you know, once you start to get your imprint on the culture. Because, of course, y'all, we all have haters, but it's like, I looked up to you, man. Why you, you know? Like, could you imagine, you know, we would our podcast, you know, we blowing up in the podcast world. Can you imagine Norb, like, man, fuck, you know, man, Jay and Raj, like, you know, like a man, like, you know, damn, mm-hmm. man, we, like, we listen to your pod, drink, man, we mess with you, you know? But right. the thing is, you gotta, you gotta take the younger guys under your wing and say, hey, man, I support you doing, you know, you know, just keep uplifting them, you know, if they, if you, if you didn't agree with something they did, pull them to the side, don't do it publicly, man, I think that's, that's another thing you gotta do as well. But I'm definitely proud of the culture, man. As far as movies go, as far as all that stuff, man. Because it be sometimes watching shows, man. I ain't no actor, no. I like that shit. I feel like I can do that. Shit. <laughs> you know, it's like Bro, what? man, like Droners. Droners my show, dog. I mean, there's so much drama going on. I'm like, dang, man, these shows. It's, it's I don't know. It's just amazing. I'm definitely satisfied, content with the culture, man. Definitely said I'm definitely branched out into more stuff as well. I was looking to a lot of that production stuff as well. See if that's another thing I might want to dibble and dabble, man. You know. Right. Yeah. Anything else you want to hit today? Nah, man. I'm, I'm Gucci. I think we covered everything. I'm good. Oh, good. I thought she was about to say first giving honor to God. Yeah. First giving honor to God. Pastor Wilson, Reverend James, and everybody. That's right. Oh, sick nigga. Let me stop. But now I can say, man, first shout out to all the supporters, man. That's that's the biggest thing. Word. You know, because you know, y'all supporting us before the buzz, which is which is definitely the best, you know. Of course, you know, of course you want supporters to come around and you know, somebody might not know about us, you know, but the loyal ones gonna support you even when you're down bad, you know, this and that. So definitely appreciate y'all. Also, man, appreciate our followers on Instagram, you know. Y'all y'all continue to share our page and do all that stuff, man. We we got some more stuff in the works for y'all and we're gonna keep y'all posted. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate everybody, man, even the ones that ain't sharing it, man, because it's letting me know who, you know what I'm saying, who's supposed to be around and who's not. That's the thing. You know, you start trimming fat, you know, the higher you go. So, I mean, you know, sure. you know, man, sending out peace, love, and positivity, man, all across the world, man. Shout out to our people in Indonesia, Tokyo, Japan, you know. Shout out to all y'all. I know I'm missing some, but you know. You know, y'all have a good one. Until next time. Peace and love, man.